0: Welcome to the latest episode of Five on the Floor on the Five Reasons Sports Network. Thanks for joining us on your favorite podcast app, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Red Circle, as well as the Five Reasons YouTube channel. Make sure you hit like, subscribe, and turn the notifications on. Also, check us out on Off the Floor. That's our new Discord server. we got nine channels there. Fans are communicating with each other all day. And we pop in there more than than from time to time. Uh, We're on all the channels there, including the Host Updates channel. So make sure that you check it out. Avoid the clutter of Twitter, X, Instagram, and all that stuff, just talk heat and anything else that you want to talk about in our channels, but it starts with the heat. The link is right here in the five reasons, Twitter page pinned up at the top. Also on the YouTube descriptions and on the podcast descriptions. Also check out the great sponsors of the five reasons sports network, water cleanup of Florida. You can find them at WCUFL.com, Michael Robert and his team. They'll take care of you from from beginning to end. They told me to mention the leak detection because that's really important. If You get the leak detected early. You don't have to pay for it afterwards. So get the preventative uh, program with them. Again, reach out to them. great people based in Boca Raton. They got more than 75 plus reviews, five star plus reviews on Google. Um, and also uh, you take a look at, again, at the jobs that they do. If they can't do it. They'll tell you they're honest contractors, and it's hard to find those people these days. So, based in Boca, service all three counties. Reach out to them, wcufl.com. If you've got the schmutz,
1: they got the guts.
0: And now, down today- to this gang.
1: Yikes.
0: Uh, five
1: on the floor, Ride right for my dogs. Yay. Well, here's the thing, you can check the score Hustle hard, couple scars, ran rubber frogs Just like Buckley said, you in trouble, y'all Kept the floor playing, got it all banned, Y'all seen the block, stop with one hand Impact with trust, It's to have the guts We here to bring the heat, y'all can
0: hang it up Welcome to Five on the Floor, a daily insider show on the Miami Heat and the NBA, featuring Ethan Skolnick, Greg Sylvander, and Alex Toledo, plus others from the Five Reasons Sports Network. All right, welcome back to Five on the Floor. Here's today's floor plan. I'm Ethan Skolnick. You can follow me at Ethan J Skolnick in Five Reasons Sports. We got Greg Sylvander. You can follow me at Greg Sylvander. Apologies for my voice. Uh, you know, South Florida dips under eighty. I get a cold. That's how this stuff works here. All right. Make sure you check out the episode that Alex and I did last night. We posted one with Brady, had some technical trouble. Alex and I redid it, um, did about 20 minutes worth. It's worth your time because I think we got into some things that we have not gotten into. And a lot of it was a discussion about BAM, which actually we're going to continue today, Greg and I. Today's floor plan is pretty simple. Is the Heat's floor plan expired? That's kind of where we're at right now because – We keep talking on all these episodes about, well, if this happens, right, if they go get an attacking point guard, they did that. They traded a first-round pick to do it. I like the move. I still like the move. I think Terry Rozier, with a little bit of time, will work on this team. But it's hard. He's not just joining a moving train. He's joining a moving train that was headed for a ditch. So it's not easy at this stage to get your bearings when everything is moving around you. you got players coming back. Uh, expectation level on you is pretty damn high. And you've been playing in the shadows for the past three years. Nobody's been paying any attention to you. And now all of a sudden you're on a team that has expectations. It's different. So I still like the move, but again, we thought that that might help right away. It hasn't. Second thing we talked about was, okay, if they get Hawkins back, right? Because they were one and five without Hawkins. And Jaime had a big block in the last game, but didn't make a huge impact. Doesn't seem like it's just a one guy thing. Then it was, okay, if Jimmy Butler... Just plays more aggressively, right? So we had 11 points in the first quarter, finished with 28. They still couldn't stop anybody, and they lost to the Knicks, and now they've lost six straight. And we go down the line. And I know that the next one that people are going to talk about is, okay, when you put Duncan in the starting lineup and put Hero on the bench, and I know that the analytics tell you that that's more than rearranging deck chairs on the Titanic, but to me it still feels like rearranging deck chairs on the Titanic. Like, I, I, get, the, I get the numerical reasons to do it, I get the basketball reasons to do it. Yep. But it seems like this team has deeper issues than that right now. And this is the big one, Greg. The Heat have had a bunch of builds. Okay. And they've had a bunch of builds because they've had stability. They've had stability at the top with ownership. They've had stability in terms of the guy who's guiding the franchise and Pat Riley. They've had stability in terms of the guy who's taking care of the economic situation in annie they had they stability on the coaching staff and now they're going to have eight more years or seven more years of this of eric spolster after this and so they've had all these things and that's given them an opportunity to go back in and build and i remember having lunch with someone in the front office in 2019 in vegas and it was prior to the jimmy butler acquisition and it was basically like okay we're back on a build cycle right now like this is after they drafted I guess 2019 would have been who? That would have been Tyler, right? So, that we're back in a build cycle right now. We just need one guy to come. That guy came, and you know they've gotten close, okay? But you had the zotin build, right? And then you, you know, then we'll talk about what happened there at the end. And then, you know, then they have kind of the Dwayne build into the Shack build, right? And then that, you know, blows up. But after a championship, and then you had the build to the Big Three, and you had the Big Three build, and then you come out of that. And you were hoping to have kind of a Bosch build, I guess, after that. But then he got sick. And so you ended up uh, having a bunch of builds that didn't work, right? You went some mediocrity, overpaying some guys, and then ultimately the Jimmy build. So they've had these builds. But here's the thing about them. These builds don't typically last this long. Yep. And so, Greg, I will ask you as I cede the floor to you. It has this gotten stale. Has the because it is the Jimmy Bam build. Like we can talk about Tyler, we can talk about Hawkins. It's the Jimmy, it's the Jimmy build, but it's the Jimmy Bam build. Yeah. And we're looking at stats where Jimmy has had 10 assists to BAM the whole season. I mean, even though they haven't played together as much, like the per game number is, is half of what it was last year. They've always been kind of a clunky fit on offense, but now the defense isn't working either. But they have made it to four conference finals. And, you know, a three conference finals and a couple of NBA finals. Has this gotten stale?
1: Do you remember when Pat Riley said when the big three were, were, um, broken up by LeBron announcing he was going back to Cleveland? I remember LeBron or I remember Riles said something to the degree of, I thought that this was going to be a team that we had for a decade and it didn't come to fruition. And that was part of probably what fueled some of the emotion at the time. Cause I thought that that was going to be a team that, went for a decade. If you really think about it, there ain't that many damn decade teams. And in Miami Heat history, these are four or five year builds and we go back into another cycle and there's transition years. And I actually love that stuff. Like if we chronicled that, that's a show to me that we could do. And I would love to just go through the way that they've transitioned build over build. But here's the thing. I've sat quietly with this because I don't want to overreact, right? Because you've seen what they've done. You've seen these runs that they've made. I've sat quietly, thought about it long and hard. It's time to make a major change to this build. And I don't know what that means just yet. I really don't. But I know that it's time. And even if they get their shit together and they start to play better, and even if they make a nice run in the playoffs and they prove that they still are a contending team, whatever them that means, and that they're a tough out, etc. Even if they get to the conference finals, it's gonna be coming up short. And I just can't help but think that you don't want to be a year behind. You don't you, you want to be a year ahead of this stuff and at least on the nose of when you're supposed to pivot from a particular build, a particular group of guys. And this is it for me. I just don't see any way out of it. Otherwise, Ethan, and now I'll cede the floor back to you. This is what you're basically saying. And I don't think anyone's saying this, but this is the circumstances with which you may be presented. You may have to do the whole thing you did last year all over again, where you have no series at home, no game fives at home, no game sevens at home. And then if you somehow magically get through the Eastern Conference, because the Heat are not better this year uh, statistically than they were in the playoffs last year. yet yeah, we've yet to see them get to that level. They have had very few moments this year where you say, oh, that's that team, right? So they'd have to do all that, and then they'd have to go and beat the Western Conference champion, too. And then that's how that's like, it's like a miraculous thing to try to ask them to do that. So to me, let's be proactive about this. And that's where I stand today, which is it sucks because to me, there's something that it hurts to say it out loud, but I can't run from the fact that that's probably where we're at. And I don't know what it means as far as changes, but I know that we're there.
0: Here's the thing. People are going to ask us to be specific about this. So let's try to drill it down as much as possible. All right. And before we do, again, I went through some of the heat history here and how long the builds last. I mean, the Zoe Tim build essentially started in 1995 uh, when Zoe was acquired. Got a chance to talk to Zoe um, before the gala the other night and uh, about his pride. Uh, And I put that video on the YouTube channel. You should check it out because he – we talked about it, the the promises that that uh the arisons and riley made to him uh when they acquired him and how he tried to make good on those promises and, and that build started in 95 and then the acquisition in february of 96 of tim hardaway and then the acquisition after that of jamal Mashburn, and that was at, and then of course pj brown came along uh in that second uh, free agent period and that was that was that build. and that build went essentially, like I said, from the first years, kind of throw it out to a certain degree because, you know, it, it, it was, Timmy was acquired on the fly. Uh, but then after that, you know, beating the Knicks, but then losing to the Knicks, losing to the Knicks, losing to the Knicks. And when they came off the floor, in front office people have talked about this, they knew. They knew that that was it. Like that they, they they could not bring that. They didn't know what they were going to do, but they could not bring the same team back again. So the decision was made then to flip the third guy, which was Mash, and the fourth guy, which was PJ, and you know they brought in Mace, but primarily it was about Eddie Jones and Brian Grant. It was going to be about Tracy McGrady and Grant Hill, but they both went to Orlando, so the pivot was made to Eddie and and those guys, and we'll never know what would have become of that build because zoe got sick. Uh, but I, it's almost hard to look at it like the same build because they did make drastic changes there, right? But we can call it all in the same space. All right. Well, anyway, that's if you're if you're gonna take, if you're not gonna go to the the Eddie Jones part of it, you're still talking about four years. I mean, that was about four years, and then a major pivot was made. Then you look at the, the Dwayne bill. Now that that never really got a chance to build the way that they thought it would because Shaq became available. Like who knows what it would have been if it was Dwayne and Karan. Uh, you know, and Lamar as the core of that team going forward. But it kind of got ripped up after one year and it worked out, right? You get Shaq, but he didn't even wait more than a year. After one year, he flipped Eddie, right? And then brought in these other pieces. And again, Eddie Jones, third best player. Uh, Antoine Walker comes in. they going with Posey and Peyton and J. Will. Then you look at the big three built. So that was all built, excuse me, built together. You mentioned... That you know what he said, he actually said it to me. I mean, I, I, I did a the sit-down with Pat in his office after LeBron left, and and he said I thought we'd all we'd all be going to barbecues together. Like that he expected that to be a he called it a generational team, yeah. that LeBron broke up. Um, so that was not the Heat's desire to break that up, that was LeBron's desire to leave. And then they tried to kind of reshape it again around Dwayne, but really about Chris Uh, because that's where the offense was going. And then, of course, Chris got sick, and then Dragic. So it's hard to know exactly what the bill was there. But the point is, five years is a long time. Like, this is one of the longer builds in Miami history, and you can call it a a legitimate five-year build because Bam was here when Jimmy got here. So to me, the clock started when Jimmy got here. And Tyler came in the same year as Jimmy, so that is your build. So I, I guess... As you look at teams around the league, and there was a great tweet about this, and I wish I'd kept it, but that said that basically every team, every contender flipped their third guy, okay? And the Heat will tell you. People call about Tyler all the time because teams always call about your third guy. They don't think you're going to trade your first or second, and that's why it's always like Tyler Hero is in trade discussions. He's not. It's just that that's what teams are typically asking for, okay, yeah. because – They they look look stupid if they ask for Bam or Jimmy, but we're going to get to more of that in a second. So if you look at teams, Milwaukee, I thought Middleton was their third guy, but some people would say Drew was their third guy. They flipped their third guy, right, to get Dame. Boston, you could argue that Marcus Smart through this run has been their third guy, pretty much. I mean, he was the guy that was consistently on the court. They flipped Marcus Smart uh, to bring in Porzingis to become their third guy, and of course, then they added Drew, so they got even more than that, right? Um, you look beyond that at, at Philadelphia, Harden was their second guy, but to kind of become their third guy. Right. And now they still haven't fully replaced him, but you see the point, all of these teams, the Clippers have kind of had two guys this whole time, decided to add a third guy, right. Um, Uh you know, Denver, uh, made the move to get a third guy and Aaron Gordon, uh, you know, uh, you know, a couple of years ago. A lot of these teams, when they make the pivot, they trade or they trade or acquire the third guy. Like Jokic and Murray is the build in Denver. And if they don't win this year, then maybe they'll flip Gordon or they'll flip uh, Porter, etc. I'm bringing all this up because that is the default position to where Heat fans are going to go to. Flip the third guy, switch out the third guy, find and- someone else. But, but let me ask you this, because this is the harder question. Yep. Uh-huh. Do you ultimately flip the second guy or the first guy? Because if you're talking about like really doing something dramatic, that's what we're talking about, right? We're talking about is the Jimmy Bam duo. Can you, if you just add pieces around them, is that enough? And they look, you think so?
1: Absolutely. Well, I mean, they've done nothing but prove to us over and over again that they have. And frankly, they did it without Tyler Hero. So, I mean, like we talk about the third guy. They didn't even have that guy when they made those runs. I think it's crazy to think that Jimmy and Bam. Now this year and in this six game losing streak, I understand the frustration. But overall, if we're going to zoom out a moment, they're not the issue. So you're right. This is going to default to the third guy. If you talk about wanting to trade, let's just go down this road for five seconds and entertain it, even though I hate doing it. Trade Jimmy or trade Bam. Trade Bam. I, I hate that I said that out loud. Someone should smack. I smacked myself in the face for saying trade Bam. Um, What would you get? Who's out there around the league that you're gonna go get that's gonna dramatically reshape this? I mean, I guess Bam bio gets you in conversations, but what player do y'all want to go get? And when I say y'all, I'm just speaking out loud. Like, who, who, who is out there? And when you talk about Jimmy, I guess you'd be sending him to a contender, and then you would be signaling to your fan base that you're going through transition again so that's like a really nuclear move bam is pretty nuclear as well because i think that that gets you in deeper conversations for bigger names but what names are we even talking about here um i just don't see them out there and i also think that keeping bam and jimmy is really the way to go here to me the next move the miami heat make will be the most important move to the balance of this build. Like, we'll find out, is it going to be something where they're going to have to reset it completely, or can they bridge the gap between Bam, Tyler, Bam, whoever else is here, and Jimmy Butler's you know, prime, essentially, which we never know when that's declining. And we saw him play great in New York. He needs to conjure up more of those. Maybe he's saving it for the playoffs. I can't help but shake that I feel like there's a part of this where He didn't want to do a bunch of heavy lifting in the the regular season, and he hoped that he had a great enough roster, top-heavy enough roster to let other guys go out and get 40 on a nightly basis. And they don't have that guy right now that can go and do that. And so um, I think this ultimately becomes about what can you do around Jimmy and Bam to shake this up and take a real shot, and damn, it's going to take the perfect move, so you got to get it right.
0: All right, so a couple things on that. They don't have anybody on their roster 40. That includes Jimmy. I, I don't know that Jimmy can give you 40 points right now, honestly, except that second half against Indiana, which was a team that wasn't defending. And I, I just keep coming back to this, and it's no disrespect to Jimmy. I think we might have seen peak Jimmy right before he sprained his ankle against the Knicks in the playoffs. Like I, I, that, I keep coming back to that because he wasn't the same after that. And he's pretty much been this year, with the exception of a couple of games, what we saw towards the tail end of the playoffs last year, which is a good player, but is not a a 1A. And, you know, Nikias is on a chat with us, and obviously everybody follows should follow Nikias's work. And he said this today, and it, it resonates, that everybody on the Heat feels like they're one slot too high. That 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 essentially, you know, that in in a perfect world, Jimmy would be a two and Bam would be a three and Tyler would be a four. Um, It's not a perfect world, but I'm going to come back to this this number and I just looked it up and it's worse than I thought. What do you think their net rating is this year?
1: Oh, my God. Uh, Negative double digits.
0: No, no, no. If it was that. You're talking about a lottery team. What, what do you, what do you, they're over? No, I'm talking about their overall team net rating.
1: Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you meant the three, the three, the oh, three no, man well, that lineup. Be,
0: that, that might be. The, I'm sorry. I completely together. misinterpreted. But, but, uh, uh, overall it, team net rating. Um, It's
1: may, maybe just slightly negative, slightly
0: minus 1.0, huh? minus 1.0. Yeah which is worse than it was last year. We talked about that not being good enough. And I know that the counter to that is going to be they got to the finals with that, right? I, and I understand that. But you said it at the top. That's not happening again. You're not going to go through the gauntlet. What happened last year was a weirder run than the bubble. Like, the, to, to beat Milwaukee, the beat, way they beat Milwaukee, you know, the Knicks had had their holes, which they've, they I think they've patched some of their holes now with the trade that they made. Um You know, and and to to win in Boston, to be up 3 0 against Boston, and then to close it out with a blowout on their floor. Like these were anomalies. Like this is not, you'd have to go through a, a lot of NBA history to find any example, even close to what the Heat accomplished last year. And so now you've got Jimmy, who got banged up in the playoffs last year, who was physically exhausted by the end seemed emotionally exhausted by the end, and seems more emotionally exhausted now. I I, I will yep. say, you know, look, looking at that that clip of um, looking at that clip of him answering question from Brady mm-hmm. the other night, I haven't seen Jimmy look that deflated, defeated. He's usually the one kind of spitting into the wind, like uh, he he's the contrarian. If you tell yeah. him something, he's going to tell you the opposite. Be defiant. He just yeah. basically went along with the question. He seemed resigned. And, and I so I'm saying to myself, okay, that build, like the Jimmy Bam build, you've got 10 assists from Jimmy to Bam the whole year. Bam's net, net rating is negative this year, okay? He's just become a mid-range shooter. Like everything we talked about, he needed to take that shot. It's all he takes. It's all he takes. Like, right, like the other stuff – lately but the numbers are bad on it too and look his other numbers are fine okay the rebounding numbers for the most part have been good and all that and everybody knows what i think of bam as a defensive player he's the best defense player in the world i think when uh when he can anchor a good defense okay and and i I still think he can get back to that but it's i i just think sometimes we're thinking and we're going to go to a sponsor here and then we'll close this thing up i think sometimes we're thinking in terms of what they've been and I've watched a lot of builds where the what they've been and what they are are not the same thing. Like we talk about the ZO Tim build. Well, you know, it kind of reminded me of like Marino with Zach and Jason with the, with the Dolphins. Yeah. By the time that Danny finally got a defense, he couldn't do anything anymore. Yeah. Right. And I used to make this comparison all the time because by the time that Zoe grew into the role of leader, of offensive player, and before he got sick. Okay? Timmy's talent. Timmy, Timmy's knees were injuries.
1: shot. Yeah.
0: Right. And sometimes that's just what happens. And I don't know. We talked about the dual timeline, or the, I've called it the bridge timeline, and I respect the way that they're going about this. You want to have a future. I don't think you, you gut the whole future for a now. And one of the reasons I think you don't is I don't necessarily know if it would get you over the finish line anyway. And so it's like, okay, I get the point of keeping Jovich, keeping the additional first-round picks because you're going to have to pivot. And they know kind of what their future will be if they don't make the go-in, all-in on Jimmy move, which is it's basically Bam, Tyler, Haquez. Uh, and maybe Jovic, and then you use these other assets to try to bring somebody in, and you're talking about a post-Jimmy world. And I know that that frustrates Heath fans who want Jimmy to get one, but I I think that that may have come and gone. I hate to say it. I, I think that the best opportunities were before Goran Dragic hurt his foot in the bubble because Goran was giving you what Jimmy needs, what Kyle never gave them Goron gave it to them in the bubble. He gave them the relief points, right? All that kind of stuff. Uh, and and Gore, if Goron doesn't hurt his foot and Bam doesn't go out, you never know. I still think they could have won that series. And then you look at last year, they I don't know that they beat Denver anyway, but Jimmy was spent by the time that they got to that. So there was never really an opportunity. Hurt. This just yeah, it just might be one of those builds like the Patrick Ewing builds in New York or the Malone Stockton builds in Utah, where you just you just don't get the breaks. So I don't mean to be depressing today, but I think we've got to think about it. Like, is that what we're looking at? But I have one more question here. Cause I'm curious what you think about when we talk about the third guy uh, before we do though, I want to mention a great sponsor of the five reasons sports network, our friends over at you break wheel fix. That's with a you, you break wheel fix. And I'm mentioning this one today because Mark came out yesterday. He's just, he's a great dude. You watched the heat game with us. Uh, he sponsors our podcast, uh, mine, mine, as well as Omar's. Um, and he's, uh, the biggest thing is he runs a great, great business. Uh, you break wheel fix. You can find them in North Miami. Uh, they're based right there. Um, I'm going to give you the address here in a second, Northeast 143rd street. That's Northeast 143rd street, North Miami, right off of again, Biscayne Northeast 143rd fast turnaround times, minimize your car's downtime. Catch you break Wheel Fix on all social media platforms or contact Mark directly at 305-748-0112. That's 305-748-0112. 20 years of experience repairing and refinishing damaged wheels from curb rash, bends, and cracks. Juice up your car with a fresh look with custom powder coating colors to set you apart from the rest. Again, it's dot com. So let me ask you this. Is there any chance that the Heat's third guy is on the roster right now? And maybe it's not Tyler Hero.
1: Yes, but that but in order to get to that because it's Jaime Hawkins. But in order to get to that, it would require a roster balancing move, because right now Tyler Hero is locked into that position as. You know, I mean, he leads the team in field goal attempts. So, I mean, I don't know when we talk about the hierarchy here. I mean, I know we think it's Jimmy, Bam, Tyler. But the field goal attempts tell me it's Tyler, Bam, Jimmy. Um, even though we know what goes on in the playoffs. So to that point, with Tyler being such a featured piece of the offense, I just think you'd need to balance things differently if you thought that Hawkes was ready to take that on. But also, frankly... If we're going to talk about being really real, do rookies take on the third role on championship teams? Not often. That's a pretty damn big ask. And so, uh, again, this is a, a situation where if you're going all in for Jimmy, part of that move, and but you see, you already traded your big expiring contract. The real go all in on Jimmy move is to take a big expiring contract like Kyle Lowry's. Jaime Hawkes, Jovic, all your picks, and you go get the best player possible. They didn't do that. They went for a more moderate move that I actually agree with, and I also understand that it's bridging the timeline and it's not sacrificing everything for Jimmy. I think that that's the right move. But you need to balance this roster differently, and if it's going to mean that you feature Hawkes more, I'm all for it. But to me, that means that you got to go get bigger. This team is small. It's too small. Everybody else got bigger around the league. The league has shifted. We cannot be behind the times that way. Like when you see what the Porzingis trade has done for Boston, they got him basically like they, – they got him gifted to get him. You know what I'm saying? Like in, in that transaction. I know they gave up Marcus Smart, but go back and look at how that transaction – actually worked up for them and it worked out nicely and now that's opened up a lot of stuff for them they're long they're hard to to defend that's the kind of stuff you're getting from milwaukee that's the kind of stuff you're getting from the top teams out west whoever makes it out of the conference and you don't have that you are too small so that means that i think that it has nothing to do with tyler hero being a bad player has nothing to do with him being a um failure of any kind in his heat tenure. It just means that that's probably the route you go to try to balance this roster differently.
0: Well, that's a coaching thing too. I mean, Spolzner is going to have to be on board with that because we know that he tends to prefer to go small. We know that the president of the team prefers to go the other direction. So the the league may be coming back to Pat honestly, but not in the way that Pat coached it. It's coming exactly. back to skilled, exactly. skilled bigs. It's not it's not coming back to post-ups, that kind of thing. It's coming back to the Porzingis types. And if you can, if you have a skilled big who can play with a guy like Horford and you can play them together and you can space the floor, you get the added benefit of additional length and size while also spreading the floor and not uh, fogging things up the way that maybe they did in, you know, Pat's late 90s days or something along those lines. So... But that, again, that's a compromise that's going to have to be made. I, I'll go to this one before we close. We, we talked a little bit about builds around the NBA. The only build that's gone longer than the Heat's current two-man build, and if we call it with Tyler a three-man build, is Golden State. That's it. Curry, Clay, and Draymond. That, that's that's the only one that's longer. You can say Tatum and Jalen Brown, but, again, they changed out smart. They made the changes. And you look at at, at the Lakers – Going back, when they added Shaq and they had Kobe, they traded Glenn Rice as a third. It wasn't – that's your guy. They traded I, – I covered those series. They weren't happy with Glenn for a variety of reasons, but they did win a title with him. They changed it out. They brought in like a past-his-prime Horace Grant and some other pieces, and Rick Fox took a bigger role. Derek Fisher took a bigger role, and they kept winning. And you know, you look at the Bulls. I mean, around Jordan and Pippen, it was it was Horace, and then it was P- and then it was Rob, right? So they, they these other teams have made changes, and so I understand why why the, why Heat fans are going to go to the third guy. It's always where we go, and I understand the need for size, and I understand the difficulty making this fit. But I'll say this, okay? And and this is where I've come around a little bit the past few days, as I'm watching this team, but I'm also looking at the numbers and just I mean. They're not a good team right now. Like I, They're 19th in the league in net rating. That's not a good team. And, and now, you know, lately, at least everybody's been healthy. I think they need to look at everything. And when I say everything, I mean everything. I, everything, okay? Have a good day, everybody.
1: every time and if you love the Filet-O-Fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just six dollars limited time only price and participation may vary cannot be combined with any other offer single item at regular price Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks